0: You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. We come alive as we are filled with the living word a the lies so we can fully rest in your truth yeah, yeah.
1: Proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 says there's six things the lord hates included in the list is verse 19 a man who stirs up dissension among brothers proverbs 16 28 says this a perverse man stirs up dissension and a gossip separates close friends because you begin to listen to the gossip and you lose respect love whatever because you're listening to the gossip
0: Gossip, dissension, slander, oh, the tongue is a powerful weapon. It has the power of life and death and can damage the heart of another terribly. Pastor Danny will remind you today that God hates gossip and slander. It demeans and belittles others and causes strife and discord. Nothing can break down relationships faster. Gossip can even be masked in the church today as prayer. In his letter, John says that he'll call attention to this behavior Emphasizing the need to completely eradicate this from a body of believers. Now, here's Pastor Danny in the book of 3 John as he continues his message What's in a Name?
1: And in Numbers 12, verse 3 tells us after those 40 years, Moses was the most humble man on the face of the planet, Earth. And when God called him, he gave five excuses. And the last one was, Lord, please send somebody else. Humble people don't want to be leaders, they don't want to. Diotrephes wanted to be a leader. He loved being a leader and he wanted to be the numero uno leader. He loved to be first. Do you know that this was the first sin? Pride. Did you know that? Isaiah chapter 14, speaking of Lucifer, God says, You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven, I'll raise my throne above the stars of God. I'll sit throne on the Mount of Assembly. On the utmost heights of the Sacred Mountain, I'll ascend above the tops of the clouds, I'll make myself like the Most High. Pride. And he wasn't satisfied. Scripture tells us that God created Lucifer as this anointed cherub, this anointed angelic being. He was adorned with all kind of amazing glowing gems. I mean, he's beautiful to look at. And he's top dog angel. But that wasn't enough because somebody was over him. And he wanted to be first. Pride. I think it's one of the greatest challenges in the Christian life, in life Period. Turn to a few scriptures with me and take a look at these. I'm not going to read all the verses, but Luke's gospel, chapter 14. The apostles had a challenging time learning this lesson. Luke chapter 14, Jesus is at a dinner in the home of a prominent Pharisee. And I want to pick it up in verse 7. Lots of people are there for this dinner, this banquet. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, don't take the place of honor for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited you will come and say to you, give this man your seat. Then humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you're invited, take the lowest place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you'll be honored in the presence of all your fellow guests, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, disciples would have heard this. They would have known Jesus is teaching this, and he did it many times. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 20. Matthew, chapter 20. And you go down to verse 17, and he tells them what's going to happen, this trip in Jerusalem. He's basically going to the cross. And then verse 20, after he says that, then the mother of Zebedee's sons, that would be James and John, came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? She said, grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Make them number one and number two unto you. And you can choose which one's number one. It's okay with me. You don't know what you're asking. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? They said, we can. Jesus said, you'll indeed drink from the cup. And it was the cup of death. (laughs) But to sit at my right or my left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been given, prepared uh, by my Father. And when the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Why were they indignant? Because they wanted the number one and two spot just as much as James and John. Matthew chapter 23, and I want to note, if you're looking there, verse 1 says, Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, and then he begins to teach them, and I want to jump down to verse 11. The greatest among you will be your servant, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Now, these disciples are hearing this repeatedly, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got that. You go to Mark's gospel, chapter 9. And in Mark's gospel, chapter 9, jump down to verse 33. They, Jesus and his disciples, came to Capernaum. And when he was in the house, he asked them, what were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet, because on the way, they had argued about who was the greatest. Now surely at this point, after all this teaching, and now Jesus confronting them about what they were arguing about on the road, and no doubt they didn't think he heard them, and he probably humanly, physically didn't hear them, probably by the Spirit, Spirit told him what they were arguing about, and surely they've learned their lesson now. But then you can just write down John 17, John 17, that's where Jesus lives it out before them. In a remarkable, humbling way. They're there at the meal. And Jesus gets up, girds himself with a towel. You know the story. And he goes around and he washes the disciples' feet. Peter initially refused, but finally submitted. And what Jesus does was the act of the lowest servant. And he lives it out before him. Surely they got it now. One more scripture. Luke's Gospel, chapter 22. The setting is the final Passover meal. Jesus reveals that one of them is going to betray him. Verse 23, they began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. And then, don't miss verse 24, Also, a dispute arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Duh! I'm doing that for me because it's a great challenge. I think one of the greatest challenges to humble ourselves and remain that way. And then as we close out Third John, verse 10 was a personal word for me as the pastor of this church. I don't like it. It is what it is. John says, so if I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, gossiping maliciously about us, gossiping. Diotrephes was a gossiper. Let me tell you what God thinks about that. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 says, there are six things the Lord hates. Included in the list is verse 19, a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Proverbs sixteen twenty eight says this, a perverse man stirs up dissension and a gossip separates close friends because you begin to listen to the gossip and you lose respect, love, whatever, because you're listening to the gossip. Proverbs 18, 8 says the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. Unfortunately, we tend to want to hear gossip. Now, we'll try to disguise it. We really need to pray for so and so. We need to really need to pray for them. We need to really pray for the church over there. And we'll disguise it. But it's gossip. It's just gossip. They go down to a most man's inmost parts. Let's call the heart. You with me? John said if he came, he would call attention to the gossip. No doubt it wasn't just diatrophies, it was diatrophies for followers. Anyone who calls himself a brother, and one of the things mentioned there, not to associate with one who calls himself a brother, but is, and it mentions several things, and one is a slanderer. Gossip left unchecked, and gossip that continues becomes slander, and God hates it. Proverbs twenty-six twenty says, without foot a fire goes out, without gossip a quarrel dies down. That's wise words. You know why? That's God's word. Proverbs 18:21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. If you have heard and still believe that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that is not true. According to the word of God, words can do great damage. Power of life and death is in the tongue. I really honestly, sincerely pray for myself, for you, for all of us, that when all is said and done, our names invoke thoughts. Of Godly character, faithfulness, self-control, generosity, submissiveness, and the kind of integrity that is revealed by what we say and by what we do not say. Here's our desire. We all stumble in many ways. Boy, isn't that the truth? If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he's a perfect man able to keep his whole body in check. The goal of there, perfect man just means a mature man, not sinless man, not a sinless person, mature. Now, I know that takes time, but that's our goal. That's our goal right there. That's what I want to be, certainly, and I know that's what you want to be.
0: follower of Jesus will face trials in this life, as the recipients of John's third letter knew. John, however, wanted to encourage them, and by extension, you. Though you'll face opposition as you share the gospel, you need to hold on to the truth and act according to God's standard. You can, with the help of the Holy Spirit, be a source of light in this dark and seeking world. As you continue to walk with Jesus, remember to let other Christians support you and be an encouragement to them too. Community helps sustain the body of Christ. If you've yet to find a church community to call home, we'd like to invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship. We're located in the St. Petersburg area, and we meet each Saturday and Sunday for worship and fellowship. You'll be able to find all the information you need at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you'd like to hear more of Pastor Danny's teachings from this book or others, you'll find those on our YouTube channel. Just follow the link at our website and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a new edition of The Living Word. Our website again is ccfstpete.church If you have any questions or would like to share a prayer request, please reach out to us. You can email us at info at That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for tuning in and we hope that you'll join us again right here on The Living Word.